Oh my god, Ashley, look at her skin. <laughs> she is so pale. She looks like one of those golf guys' girlfriends. Okay, what's the company called? Bronze Beauty. Bronze Beauty. How can they get a hold of you? 7078-5747. But I have to double check that because I just got my number changed. So it's just texting your cell phone. Alright. So how does it work? Is it actually like a gun? You literally just like yep. put them against a white background and hose them down? Or? <laughs> You can go to, there's this place in town, you can stand in the booth, and the booth just goes and sprays you. So, and then you have to, like, vigorously wipe yourself off and hope that it's good. But this is, it's a tent, a tent like a pop-up tent, and you stand in it with as much or as little as you want done. And I manually spray you myself. Okay. Yeah. Which so, sometimes works better than the machine. Right, because yeah. it's just we like... We friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And this is not orange. Like, I'm a little dark. My fiance's done me, and he hasn't a clue. So, <laughs> it looks good. It was like. You just gave him the gun and was like, I was like go. Just like, and I was standing there. <laughs> okay, what's the company called? Bronze Beauty. How do they get a hold of you? 780-788-5747. And but how or much? Or Facebook or Twitter. So, what's your Twitter? At Beauty Bronze. $50 for one. If I go to you, if you come to me, it's 40 or if it's more than one, I'll do it for 40 Okay. Right on. Available anytime. Two o'clock in the morning, need a 10. Next thing I'll let you know. <laughs> she has a baby. She'll probably be up. Ladies and gentlemen, it is back. The Interplay Film Festival has returned for 2012, and the call for entries is now open. The Vince Wood Buffalo and the YMN Podcast are pleased to bring this fabulous event back for another round. And, uh, of course, what is a film festival without the ever-popular 48-hour filmmaking challenge? That's right. Everything that happened last year is going to be happening this year. And boy, what fun did we have. Uh, basically, if you have an independent film that you want screened, or even if you have your own camera and you're itching to try your hand at directing, uh, the Interplay Festival is going to be celebrating the art of cinema by showcasing the talent of independent professionals. And of course, first-time filmmakers. We're going to be catering to each and every skill level. And it's so simple to, to jump on and join this absolute amazing, amazing time. Basically, just complete the online submission and registration forms. All of them are available at ymmpodcast.com. Go on the main page, you'll see the logo on the right-hand side, or even just click on the tab. Take you to the IFF 2012, bitch. Submissions will be taken under consideration, and the deadline is August 1st, 2012. Get us those films by then. We'll let you know if they make the festival. And basically, shit is on. Registration for the 48-hour filmmaking challenge is going to be accepted too, right up until the day the challenge begins. Uh, time and locations of our famous Shotgun Start will be announced shortly, so be sure to keep tabs uh, on the podcast, on the Twitter, on the Facebook site, and we'll let you know. But definitely get those registration forms in for the 48-hour challenge because it was a hell of a time last year. Films will be screened during the film festival, ending with an award ceremony, and of course you're going to have your prizes and trophies like we had last year. Questions, comments, completed entry forms, everything can be submitted via the email at filmfestival at eventswoodbuffalo.com. All submission fees must be mailed to Eventswood Buffalo, and you'll see all the information available online on the forms. Definitely follow us 
like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash ymnpodcast. Follow us on Twitter, at ymnpodcast. Of course, use this hashtag, pound ymniff. That is going to be our hashtag for this event. It's going to be great. Both the film festival and the 48-hour filmmaking challenge. Use that hashtag. Link everyone to the same thing. All information, of course, is available online. YMNpodcast.com. You'll see it all up there. Big time cash prizes. It's going to be a hell of a time. Get those submissions in and get ready for some filmmaking adventures. Due to a load of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. I'm Ash Cake Squiggle, and this is the Ladies' Room Podcast. Tonight, slash today, whatever the hell time you're listening, we've got Stacey and, and Amanda. And today we're going to be talking about all kinds of fun stuff. We do have an audience. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> but yeah, we've got Todd, Tito, and Steve in the background because a little bit later on we're going to be doing a bit of a Q&A session. Because tonight's main topic is actually going to be about dating. So, I kind of couldn't decide who to have on the podcast for a little while. At first, it was just going to be me, Stacey, and Amanda, and I felt like I needed a fourth. And then on our little Facebook invite thing, I was kind of like, well, it kind of works out because I'm in a long-term relationship. Stacey's in a like, I really know what the fuck I'm doing thing. And then Amanda's like, Amanda's like, yeah, okay, let's do this shit. But that's single. So, yeah. I thought it cool. I don't know what I'm doing either. <laughs> it's like I'm new. <clears throat> Not going to lie. And that's okay. Yeah, All right. Fine. So how was everyone's weekends? Pretty you were actually. Yeah. You were there. I was there. Yeah. I heard about it. <laughs> it was all bearing Captain Morgan. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, sailing with the captain halfway. Oh. How was he? Oh, oh, you know what? It was actually a good night. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Didn't get sick, didn't pass out, but I had a good drop. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I didn't get sick either, even though we went to table 63. And last time we did, I was really sick. Oh dear. Yeah. I felt good. Awesome. How about home? I read. What? Yeah. I'm like at 5 a.m. and I'm like, I'm not going to spend like $120 in comic books. I'm eating these all in my brain. You made your bed while you were drunk? Mm Mm-hmm. And it was perfect. Okay, yeah. That's always how it happens, I think. Yeah, like I I had spent like my evening cleaning, doing laundry, like cleaning the entire house. The last thing I had to dry was my sheets. And you think I had the patience to wait there for my sheets to dry so I could make my bed before I went out? Mm No. So I'm, I get home at 5 o'clock, and I'm like, oh, God, what am I going to do? Should I just, like, cocoon myself into my blanket and just, like, not sleep on my bed without sheets? No, I was like, oh, I could do this. Cocoons are pretty epic. It was perfect. I like building nests. Mm-hmm. Like, I like nests. And, like, a drunk haze, like, build a nest out of, like, pillows and blankets, mm-hmm. and then just, like, huddle right down. I have three pillows. I have a large body pillow and two smaller ones. So the large one goes across the top of my bed, mm-hmm. and I have one on each side of me. Yeah, and, like, one, too. I totally, like, rape with my legs. Like, I'm, like, wrapped around it. Like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> and the other I know. Do you think maybe this is just, like, a girl thing that 
between like I feel I, like I, we need to snuggle. I can't have so to snuggle color. or cuddle something. Like maybe this again is why I'm saying that I can't cuddle. I'm like I'll strangle you. <laughs> yeah, you're still happy medium. Like seriously, my garbage man. It's not suspicious yet. I don't know how. So many, so many bodies. So many bodies. You're a terrible person. <laughs> if you don't cuddle me, you're dead. <laughs> What's the problem? Is I wake up and they're blue. <laughs> That's an awkward situation, man. I hope that so doesn't then, happen too often. So this is why Stacey isn't dating anyone. <laughs> she strangles all her male companions and they sleep. All right. She just can't get enough. <laughs> oh, okay, so the conversation we were having a prior, we were having prior to the trying to put our minds in the gather. So we're trying to crawl back out for a little while. Anyway, okay. While we are. While we do currently have our minds in the gutter, there was a um, conversation that popped up during dinner tonight, and it's that new book that everyone's heard about, and it's pretty much like amateur literotica porn, etc. Fifty Shades of Grey. Have you read it? No. Have you read it? I've been it? tempted. No. I'm Although not I read it. Although I did a very steamy expert. Excellent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was Yeah. <laughs> We joined Steve in the mix studio one evening, and it happened to be the evening that he decided to read a portion of Fifty Shades of Grey. I missed it. To Careless what Whisper. What the hell? Yeah. To Careless Whisper, no less. Yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey is apparently fan fiction of Twilight. Only it's the S&M version of Twilight where none of them are vampires. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so... From what I've heard about it, and I'm sorry if I'm wrong because I haven't even read it yet, it's Buddy does this thing where he gets a girl into signing a contract that she can she has to live with him on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, and he's able to do whatever he wants to her body at any given time during this three-day period. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I didn't yeah, know like, that. and this got published. And this got published. And it sells in like bookstores, like not just in the dirty aisle in the back, but it's on the front. It's on the front. The display new rack, feature, new hottest, feature. hottest picks in Coles. I right walked now. by this book before I knew what it was, and I seen the cover. And, and I, I know I shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but I've seen it, it and it looks really, really amateur. And I'm well, like, I, I thought it was a kid book. You, okay, little, little I, I thought it was like, cover, oh, like this is like a tween, like this is a young adult novel or something like that. That was my immediate reaction when I when I saw it. I mean, all I wrote was 50 into Google and it popped up 50 Shades of Grey. Because it's a trilogy. There are three books. Oh, okay. All right. So, tell me, does the cover look Twilight-esque to you? It looks... It does. It really does. It's the dark background with the one main feature piece, like, whatever the hell. I can't remember what the cover's Twilight. Apple, there we go. Yeah, it was an apple. An and apple. It was a ribbon, and then it was a flower. Oh, yeah, a flower and then cheese pieces. Yeah. yeah. So, this is a tie. Yeah. Which is very. Anyway, um, Not very in- apparently, really. there, have been, there has been talk of them making a movie. So, porn. Yeah. So, my big, my, <laughs> my big problem with all this is the book is it's fan fiction. I can get this for free yeah. on the internet. The movie. It's porn. It's for free. I can get it on the internet. I'm not going to give these people my money. That's why you downloaded it legally later. But anyway, so apparently they're thinking about having the stars as Edward and Bella. 
Huh. Because it's fan fiction based off Twilight. That's, although the Would they agree to that, though? I wonder. I don't know. I really don't know. But I would say so, because they make a ton of money. Oh, yeah. You're right. Anyway, this is, where we, this is where we all just give really sad glances to yeah, each other across the table. Yeah, we are giving each other sad glasses, ha- glances. However, I also heard who the number one pick for the... I don't, I don't even know the guy's name. William something? Gray. Gray? Okay. So his name's Gray. All right. So, Fifty Shades of Gray. I get it. Okay, Fifty Shades of Gray. So, John Gray. John Everyman. Now, I, I want to see what your guys' reaction is to this because... It's a, it's a movie based purely on sex and him accidentally falling in love with a sex object. That's pretty much what it is. And they want the main character, who is the male, to be Ryan Gosling. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, then I'd give them my money. Oh, my yeah. God. Then they can have all my they money. They can have all my money. They can have every consent that I ever make. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so is it an open casting call? Maybe? What? <laughs> There was this moment of like pure glee right after I said his name, just just for the listeners, where we all kind of like looked up into the side and just like, huh. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 he's pretty, he's pretty, he's pretty. He's pretty. Even, <laughs> even like we were scrolling through um like ugly celebrity faces the other day, and it's like close ups of celebrities with their faces looking their ugliest, and Ryan Gosling looked edible, like. There was nothing wrong with his beautiful face. There's nothing wrong with any part of him. No. Anything. Well, wrong. any part that we've ever seen, but that might change in uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. If he is in that, so I will watch it so fast. So we're all watching the same premiere, role, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, however, the number one pick for female <laughs> is Bella, a.k.a. Kristen Stewart, a.k.a. One emotion face. Yeah, see, no, I don't want to see that. I don't think that would be good. I don't don't want to. I don't want to see Ryan Gosling. We told me a sexual act on him. We talked about it. Have a reaction. She's going to be like, oh yeah, right there, baby. And kind of like that awkward, like twitchy thing that she does. Maybe he'd like that. Well, yeah, he wouldn't. Don't even say that. <laughs> no, but okay. So apparently, oh the girl in this book is supposed to be like your typical, like she thinks she's average type of girl. But as the book progresses, you actually start to understand that she doesn't take shit from anyone. Apparently, so like know, a strong, a so like this a strong, like telling me how okay. the story goes. So yeah, she's supposed to be a strong female, and I just don't see that happening. Emma Stone, however, should be pretty awesome. Or, I don't know how to pronounce your name. The really hot girl. That from really Wildcats. hot girl. Yeah, Mia. No, Mia. Allie. Allie. Mm. Fuck amazing kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michelka. There we go. All right. I like it. All right. Yep. Albert. Yeah. Hmm. She's pretty and blonde. Do you know who we're talking about? Okay, I'm wildly gonna curly hair, wildly curly so blonde beautifulness. This, this really can't I feel like fail. Like sheltered life this past little while. She's this chick. You'll know who she is. She's um she's in um that one movie with Emma Stone. Oh, okay. Yeah, now I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and she's yeah she's big tits is what her name is in the movie. Wow. Oh my god, my brain! Okay. A plus? 
A minus, something like that. Easy A. Easy A. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. So this book, and she's like, my label is big kids. She's big kids. Yeah. And shimmy. Which I just did, and I realized no one could see it. But some are just big. They're super perfect. Big match my perfect corner. So, yeah, the book, it really, it, it can't fail at all. It's a fanfic based off of Twilight. That's mm-hmm. a huge fanfic base already of mostly prepubescent, horny little girls. And then you go to the other extreme of really old, horny women. Who get Edward tattooed on their back. Yeah. yeah. So, you already have that audience that's going to read the book. So, if you're going to put Ryan Gosling oh in this movie and that wonderful, that wonderful, <clears throat> ungodly piece of ass in this movie... It's not going to fail at all. As morally wrong as I think it is, I'm going to see it. <laughs> Alone. I'm just yeah. so curious <laughs> as, to, yeah. as to what a movie based purely on an Islamic relationship is going to be like. Yeah. Um, I, I think of it, and I think of the movie that um, just came out recently with Mina Kunas and what the hell's his name, Justin Timberlake, Friends of Benefits. Mm. It seems to be like that sort of movie, but if you were to like Zach and Miriam, make a porno of it. You kind of got a thing there? <laughs> Because I get what like, you're saying, but, but like it's going to have a lot more. A lot, like yeah. Like I, I honestly wonder if they'll show a lot of. I, I don't, know, I don't know. There's going to be an extra version. Know. Yeah, there's going to have to be. There's going to be like a theater version. That yeah, like people family. can go. No, no. Pardon? People are going to go to this like movie, and they will all sit two seats apart. Yeah, yeah. That's probably a good idea. Everybody's going to come in with fans. Like us in Avengers <laughs> when the air conditioning was broken. Uh, she ripped off her pantyhose. I did. I ripped off my pantyhose while we were sitting there. Yeah. It was awesome. I missed that. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> like, I sat there and I tore the tops of them and ripped them off because it was so damn hot. Yeah. She's already. I don't know how to it. I don't know if I want to read it or not. I'm going to read it. I'm not going to read it. it. I'm not going to read it. I'm going to pay to read it. I have a okay, deep, well, deep dislike of fan fiction. Yeah. What? I have a deep, deep disliking of fan fiction. I think it's just absolutely ridiculous. It's just a bunch of people. Some, some can actually write, but just people who can't, who aren't creative enough to create their own characters. I've never that I've they never have to use fiction. somebody else's adult as well as it makes Honestly, me so I sent you a link today on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Please read it. Oh, I, I did. I read the first one. They used the wrong version of then and then. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, then. Okay then. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I liked it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, so there's a fan fiction that is... The guy doesn't own Twilight. He just used all the names from Twilight. Mm. And um, Bella is like an art thief. <laughs> and Edward is the FBI agent who's trying to find her. So it's, it seems to me like it's kind of just people who have their own characters who just kind of use the names maybe to lure, names. To, to lure, lure in, to lure in already fans mm-hmm. who think they're reading fanfiction. Yeah, but during the whole during the whole book, they only na- like she's called the Scarlet Thief, so you don't huh. even know her name's Bella, but, and you just know him as like Agent Cullen, I guess is Edward's last name, and that's <laughs> all you know until the very end. She introduces herself and she's like, "My real name's Bella," and he's like, "Well, I'm Edward." Let's hook up or something. Can't you know there's a movie about us? <laughs> yeah, it's destined. <laughs> destiny. Yeah. Yeah, that was exciting. Okay. Might have helped if like I read it, but I didn't really know that I was gonna be pulling it into a podcast. So yeah, no, it looks well, really hard. Kind of right just now. came up in conversation earlier. I like to hear someone's feedback who's who's actually read it. 
My sister loves it. Yeah. She can't stop reading it. Yeah. And I'm like, that's dirty. I'm, I think I'm scared. I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to like it. And then, and, then yeah. and then I'll feel bad. I'll like, I'll be able to feel that masturbate and cry after. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> okay. That was awesome. That was awesome. Okay. What next? Oh, okay, so... Our little social experiment? Yeah, about, what, two weeks ago? When did we have coffee? About two weeks ago. Two weeks, a week and a half ago. Amanda and I went to Tim Hortons like we always do, and then we went and sat at the Snipes. That's cool, and that's what we do. Especially when we only have a little bit of time to hang out. Yeah. We're always busy. Yep. Amanda sits there, and she smokes a cigarette, and I drink my coffee, and then we're happy, and it's fun. Only this time, she told me that she signed up for a website... That a lot of people know of, and it's called Plenty of Fish. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, Only she shut down her account after 48 hours. So, what happened? Well, I was on there, and it, like honestly, I just signed up just to see. Curiosity mm-hmm. honestly got the best of me. Yeah, it's like how eHarmony does that like personality profiling. I was going to try it just to see. Like, and I went through a lot of questions. It was actually a lengthy process yeah. to get this profile set up. We understand. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys go through it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll explain that after. All right. So I'm there and like. Well, yeah. Okay. Just just explain. Uh, we can explain it when we talk about how we signed up for it for our social experiment. Okay. Yeah. So long story short, it did take me a long time to actually finish this. Like we have a lot of questions, and essentially, like apparently, they're pairing you up with I don't know people that you'll get along with or you're attracted to or mm-hmm. whatever way you want to put it. You're just compatible. Compatible. Yeah. There we go. Compatible. That's the word I was looking for. So I'm on there and I go online, finally figure out how this actually works. And then my phone and my computer would not stop going off. So I talked to, I think it was about three or four guys, like actually had a conversation with, I'm sorry, I don't respond to you. Hey, uh, you want to cuddle? Uh, no, sorry, it's 4 a.m. in the morning, and I know that that's not actually what you want. <laughs> it's never 3 a.m. booty call! Yeah. After 10.30, <laughs> it's only 4.30. Really? After 10.30? I thought it was after 11.30. <coughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's something 30, so it runs just 30. But that's cool. So, uh, it's too early, all right. Don't <laughs> <laughs> So if I we get a dick from you at like ten thirty one, you're like, hey, I want to come over, what's your movie? I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. I I'll, I'll be over in four minutes. Okay, so okay, yeah. So uh, I talked to three guys, two which I have met. But the, uh, prior, because of prior to the fish, profile, right? or no, prior because or after. After, after, like okay. after I joined up, and after actually, I deleted my account because I was on there for about forty eight hours. Um. I mean, I got emails every time someone messaged me, and I was like, okay, this is insane, right? And then I get this update. It's been 24 hours since you've signed up to Plenty of Fish, and 284 men have viewed your profile. Holy, well, holy, holy wow. Wow. fuck. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but that is just a bit much. Yeah. It's too much. 200 I, and what? 284. <laughs> holy smokes. In 48 hours. 284? Yep. In 24 hours. Yeah. Okay, so how, how many, like, how many approximately messages did you get? Probably about 100. 
Wow. <laughs> okay, so I'm not uh, like I wish I was so joking. Can you describe yeah. your profile to us? Like, yeah. Oh my um, god. Like, did oh, you no, post, did you post pictures no, I, or? Like, yeah, I had. I think I had like three pictures up there. Okay. They're recent too. Oh, yeah. hang so on. I know in some of the questions it'll ask like, "What are you looking for? Like, what did you have your status? Like, what's it like looking for dating? Looking for a relationship? Um, hanging out? Just hanging out? Okay. Yeah. But apparently guys don't get that. Wait, <laughs> but there's, no, there's something that we need to know because I realized this like two days ago, that if you don't reply to messages on Plenty of Fish, your profile slowly goes down the search margin. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. And disappears. So every time you reply to a message, like from someone, you're sociable. So your profile like stacks up on top of other people okay. who aren't replying to their stuff. So, okay, so then the people that I was talking to and actually had a conversation with, it would plenty of fish would bump you up. Yeah, so, that's okay, kind so of that would explain why the two hundred and eighty-four. That's clever on that's, that's clever on their part. Yeah, because that. yeah, because otherwise you'll get people who are getting pissed off from girls who aren't replying mm-hmm. and KAS. So, so what do you want to explain what we did? Just so we don't okay. confuse the audience, yeah. like what we did. All right. So Stacey and I decided after talking to Amanda about her pleasant experience on plenty of fish. I set up an account, and um, I made myself, or I made her, I guess, a 25-year-old woman who is Christian other. Uh, she was a non-smoker with an average body type. She was actively seeking a relationship in Fort McMurray, Alberta. She was a Caucasian Scorpio with brown hair, and she has some college education. So it was pretty much like, yeah, I'm looking for someone, like, it says... Looking for Mr. Right is that you was my little title. I thought it was cute. Anyway, <laughs> my little title is Walking on Sunshine. Oh, that's adorable. Aww, that is adorable. I'd message you at three a.m. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was that was my profile. So you know, like twenty-five-year-old actively seeking a relationship. That's cool. Wondering what kind of response we would get from the male plenty of first population, and then we set up. Another one, which was Stacy's. Which was kind of the polar opposite. So about a week ago, we set these up now. So about a week. Last weekend, we set them up. Because yep. I set mine up at 3 a.m. Because I'm up. I don't really sleep much. But um, anyway, yeah, I set up my profile. And I changed mine to a 19-year-old girl yep. who is just looking for fun. And my profile states that I'm a smoker. I do occasional drugs. I drink often. I date someone. Athletic body e- Exactly. And I used a friend, a hot friend's photo. And I put it in. But you can't really see her face. She's kind of being a little mysterious with kind of like a hat in front of it. But, um, yeah. Anyway, I, I kind of made it. It was kind of more luring, but I mean, I think I dumbed myself down in my profile a little hey, bit. Hey, you've got five new messages. I have what? Five new messages. I have five new messages, and yeah, I, in the we last, just in the what, last hour. An hour or an not, hour? not even, but um, yeah, I set mine up at three a.m. and in about twenty minutes, I had about twenty plus messages, like ridiculous yep. streams of like, "Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up?" And I'm like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, it's like, like or it hey, was, sexy, or it was hey, over, gorgeous. It was like, overwhelming, yeah. and oh. you know, I expected Ashley to have similar With results. Faces, so when we touched base the next them. day, like, Ashley's like, "Yeah, I got like six. and I'm like, "What?" And I'm like, "I woke up. I can't keep track of these." It was oh, yeah. that was part of it too. Like that was also the, one of the reasons why I deleted it. It's because it was too much. Mm-hmm. There's too yeah, many see, people now. It, my Good girl looking for a relationship. The guys who messaged to her were 
all, hey, what's up? Like, what kind of things do you like doing in town? Or, hey, what's up? What kind, what kind of didn't music do you like? I did not get any Jeff Hayes or I did not get any anything. I got dialogue of guys wanting to know what I was into, like that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. We didn't reply to anything because we just wanted to see them come in. Because we just yeah. want to compare yeah. someone who, like, like Ashley's character, who's actually looking for a relationship compared to mine, who was just looking for a bang, looking for much. yeah, yeah, looking for a three AM call. Yeah. But um, and, and we're just seeing if these websites work to you know find an actual relationship for people who want to find someone to be with. Yeah, you know. And um, I guess I creeped out a lot of profiles, um, people who message me because mine clearly states I'm not looking for anything serious. So I checked out some of the guys who messaged me, and you know their their thing is no wanting a long term relationship, and like they're spilling their hearts out, and I'm like, well, you know, obviously they're kind of looking at the wrong person here but yeah um i noticed yeah ashley's messages are all like legit conversations as far as mine or just more hey what's up and there was just one creepy i do creepy guy yeah (laughs) i just want to on um because i'm logged into your vicky profile victorious yeah and the guy just messaged you're cute i'm cute it's called hey you Pretty much what it says, and that's that's pretty much what like the basis of all of your messages. Whereas mine were all like heartfelt, like hey, like maybe you want to hang out sometime. We could like have a picnic and stuff. Like yours are obviously like yeah, our profiles worked exactly how we thought they yeah. were going to work. And I like, did get like one old guy, really old guy, who messaged me and asked me to go to the rodeo with him this weekend, which kind of disturbed me because my profile says I'm 19. Hmm. Yeah. And he attached a photo of himself that was shirtless. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> no, okay, your profile... Stranger no, danger! No, stranger no, no, danger! No, 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 you don't understand. Your profile automatically makes... Like, oh, it's so not their fault. He's just a creep in general. No, 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 no. Um, your profile, you ticked a box that said that they have to have a picture in order to message you. Oh. So, plenty of fish automatically attached their photos for oh, you so, so you could scroll down and see it was just you. shirtless old man by shit it was luck. just yeah, yeah by shit luck yeah oh god damn oh so how do you guys feel about online dating in general like not just plenty of fish but like you know people who are on there actively seeking relationships and wanting to find someone do you think it's effective um, like, i accidentally stumbled upon my boyfriend on the internet okay yeah was that like through like like social networking websites still yeah. like not yeah there's not like something like match where you're actually no, like no not a person looking for actively seeking a relationship but the fact of the matter is that's what people are doing mm-hmm. these days like there are a lot of people um well i work in a jewelry store as a lot of people know and a lot of the people who walk in the door are guys who have met their girlfriends online and they're going to propose to them because they're the one wow yeah i think if I it's amazing patient, how many of them are from it. online yeah but I don't have any patience. I'm really, like, I'm really skeptical about these sorts of websites, especially with relationships that come out of, like, just texting and whatnot in general. Because, like, I think just be behind text, you could be whoever you want to be. You could be as charming as you want. You know, just yeah. adding a winky face or a smiley face. I mean, and then, yeah. I, I don't know. It doesn't really. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think, like, for compatibility-wise, like, that's great. Find people who, like, have the same interests and whatnot and maybe don't. Like, you know, talk a little bit online, get to know each mm-hmm. other, and then let that progress. Which can sometimes be dodgy, too, because you don't, you don't know. Yeah, oh, meeting, yeah. meeting okay. the person. Speaking How is that? dodgy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Let's, so, let's this one guy, I was talking to him for, like, about 48 hours, and, like, we were on text messaging. POS, like, seriously killed my phone. Like, the oh. battery life, like, it was done in, like, 12 hours. So, I'm texting this guy, and I'm like, okay, well, let's go for coffee. No big deal. Right? His picture, um, 
he was fishing. I, it looked like he was fishing with his dad. And his face was uh, kind of long and like he had a, like a really pretty face. Like it was like he was really young. And it said that he was 34, but like he didn't quite look 34. So I was like, hey, maybe he just looks young. So anyways, long story short, met up with him. He didn't look like that at all. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Not at all. And like his face, like instead of being long, right, kind of long, right? Like I can see like if the picture was taken a few years before, yeah, he might have gained a little, like a few pounds or something. Mm -hmm. But his face was a totally different shape. Totally different shape. And to boot. So do you think it was even the same person? No. I haven't talked to him since. I've refused. Yeah. So did you carry on the date or did you like walk in and be like, "Eh, I'm going to back up now? No, I like, I stayed there or whatever. Because I'd been talking to him. I was like, mm-hmm. hey, well, you know, maybe whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it kind of got the, like a bad vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially after, um, I assumed that his name was, um, I don't want to, I assumed his name was Shane. Yeah, because his, of his, his thing stated Shane, right? Yeah. His yeah. name or whatever yeah. was something, something, something Shane. Yeah, something, something Shane. Yeah. So I assumed that it was Shane. And I was never told any different. He texted me, and I was like, oh, who's this? Because I was talking to a couple mm-hmm. people via text from POF. And he's like, oh, it's Shane. You're all right. Yeah, it would make sense that he would be Shane. Yeah, and no, his name was nowhere near Shane. Hmm. I can understand him not wanting to use his real name on the internet, though. I yeah, mean, but like, yeah, but if you're you going to go meet up with a yeah, girl, yeah, you and you're lying real well, I'd, I'd probably text, like, if we were already meeting up, I'd probably be like, oh, hey, just so you know, I, I use a, a different analysis just because I don't feel yeah. comfortable handing out my real name. I'd probably give you a little forewarning. Like, yeah, no, but there was no warning. This yeah. is like, you know, I, like, I assume you put a recent picture, at least in mm-hmm. the last year, mm-hmm. right? That would be mm-hmm. the most appropriate thing to do. It's like, I'm on a lot of online forums that I don't use my real he name. He tried to tell me that, like, this picture was taken when he was 25, which is, what, nine years prior? Like, yeah, it actually uh, made me mad. Yeah, it, yeah. It's deceptive. Me. That's deceptive. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, because you yeah. know, like you're being honest. Why can't they? Exactly. Like if if they don't think that their actual personality is good enough, or personality picture, whatever, is good enough for whoever wants to meet them or whatever, mm-hmm. then it shouldn't. It sh- then they shouldn't be online on a dating profile site. It's that simple. If they're gonna lie. It's not fair it totally to people on the other end. It's purpose of doing this. I, I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with someone who's lying anyway. I mean, that's, yeah. that's like building, that's like bad right off from the bat. Like, really, don't talk to you. That's stupid. Well, don't lie about your name. That's don't lie about stupid. your picture. Like, it's just simple yeah. things. Ah, uh, yeah. So the whole online dating thing, it, it still, it sketches me out. But maybe it's because I'm, I don't know, I'm old-fashioned. And I I'd much rather like maybe as we were growing up, we, like, I don't know if, it, if it's going to change as, sorry, like the generations go down but um when we were younger there was a lot of like online predatory stuff with like chat rooms and whatnot like do you guys ever remember going into i don't know if this was just me and my friends like trying to be funny but going into like online chat rooms and pretending to be like 24 year old boys and stuff. yeah i've done yeah, that. i used to do that all the time when i was a kid but like <laughs> like you know we've been it's been drilled into our heads ever since like this whole internet thing came up that we've got to be safe online and you've got to be careful who you're talking to and people lie and people are strangers and blah 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 like stranger danger etc online because people can pretend to be something they're definitely not yep and i've seen that yeah you literally just saw it like a week ago yep yeah so like while online dating is the new big thing like that's cool 
I think maybe the dating websites need to be a little bit more responsible with the way they're handling this stuff. Like Plenty of Fish has no security safeguards at all. And us three know that because we all signed up and we all used it. Yeah. Um, I don't know about the other ones like eHarmony, Match.com or whatever. Like if you have to have some kind of like identification to show that like you're legit or whatever. I don't know, but maybe it should be something that they're looking into doing because if there's people who are being like deceptive, predated on something, then I don't know. I don't know, but there there are people who are being deceived, and there are people who are not. There are people who are getting married. At the end well, of the no, day. I know. I I uh, I have a coworker. She met her boyfriend about a year ago. Yeah, a year and a half ago, and they are perfect for each other. Yeah, it blows my mind actually. Like she was telling me about it. Then actually, I met him, and like those two, like they're so happy. Like it's a success story. Yeah. In how many have? The highest rate of success stories for online dating. Like, Plenty of Fish has been in the, like, online dating world compared to the other sites as, like, a meat market as such. Like, well, it's free. It is free. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, you know, like, the guys going on there are possibly looking for one thing and one thing only, and some of them might not be. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the time... Well, it might be just, like, an easier way for people just to date in general. I mean, like, I'd be scared to, you know, meet somebody after meeting them there, you know. But, I mean, I guess it's the same thing if you're out at a bar or wherever yeah, you go to exactly. date. I mean, you don't know if the person at the bar has stabby, rip, rip, stab, stab tendencies or if the guy on the internet does. Like, how do you defer that? Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're like, taking a risk even if when, someone, you, when you meet a stranger anyway. People can put winky faces in text, but they can also put winky faces in real exactly. life. Yeah, so, so, like, there's there's always... There's always going to be... When you're dating in general. Just, yeah. If you're, if you're meeting strangers, that sounds like so weird. If you're meeting strangers, then just be safe in general and just be cautious. I just mean, be cautious, yeah. internet, real life, just be careful. So marriage proposals. All right. Okay. So. All right. So <laughs> let's get back to it before we get to the dodgy stuff. All right. <clears throat> There's okay, dodgy so stuff coming. Don't tune out. Speaking of, yeah. So speaking <laughs> of um, the whole eHarmonyMatch.com couples that come into work, Kind of getting married to each other, etc. Um, earlier on this evening, before before we started the podcast, um, Stacey, Amanda, and I all watched the current um, viral sensation, which is Lip Dub Marriage Proposal. You got it. Apparently, it's the first one to happen like publicly on YouTube or whatever. They can't really claim that they were the first one ever because how the hell would they know? Like a million, billion, trillion, whatever it's people. Internet. Anyway, <laughs> so we watched it and we all cried. <clears throat> I didn't. So, um, <laughs> liar. Okay. <laughs> My allergies. So what we're going to do is I'm going to link it on the Facebook and the Twitter and tap that bit out. I'm going to link it on the Facebook and the Twitter. <laughs> so, what it is, is a girl is sat on the back of a Honda CRV and her fiance's brother. What are you giggling about? I went right to the gutter. I'm like, yeah, she was. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. In the back of a Honda CRV and, um, like, in the trunk of it or whatever. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Her, the brother, I guess, of her fiancé tells her to put some headphones on and says, this pretty much sums up yours and blah, blah, blah's relationship. And then the car pulls out of the driveway and the song that's playing is 
the little blurb on YouTube says, on Wednesday, May 23rd, 2012, I, I told my girlfriend Amy to meet me at my parents' house. When she arrived, I had stationed my brother to sit her on the back of a Honda CRV with some headphones on. He wanted to play her a song, quotes, and I totally did them like the video quotes. Anyway. Oh. And then it says something else. Hang on. Just a second. Oh, what she got instead was the world's first live lip dub proposal. So what he does is he gets a whole bunch of his friends. I think it was like a cast of 60 um, to lip sync perform Bruno Mars Marry You while marching behind this car that was moving at like maybe five kilometers an hour down Not the street. Even. Not even. Yeah. So she's sitting there. There's a camera trained on her face. There's also a camera trained out the back of the car. So you can see what her and you can see what she's seeing. And um, I do hope you'll watch it. However, we all cried. So we were just, what I was wondering from you two is how the hell does anyone top that? I don't think you can. Yeah. I honestly, I don't. I don't know. It depends on the person. Depends totally on the person and the like, couple and the relationship. It's like, I don't think it's a matter of topping it, but being unique. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's a better way to put it. So like, what would be the perfect way to propose to one of you? Like, are you kidding me? I'm like queen jaded. I know you're <laughs> queen jaded, but like, okay, say you're in like a fairy tale romantic movie. How should they do it? Maybe I should have put made this as homework. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Okay, no. Like, I'm so personally, like, personally myself, like... We can edit like, around. You can take the time. Like, personally yeah. myself, I don't think I'd want to be proposed to. Like, uh, <laughs> not, like, general, not, not no. like I never want to get married or anything like that, but I don't want to be caught off guard. Like, I guess the way it's always been, like, even with my ex, like, it's something that we talked about. That, like, it would be, like, a mutual decision. I, oh, yeah, I, like, like I don't... Yeah, it would be something that they would discuss, and then it would happen. Like, I don't think that, like, I would ever have, like, a, a one-knee candlelit sort of thing. and Like, it would be something that I'd be okay with. Like, I wouldn't... Yeah. I'm really boring. So like, no, I'm no, so boring no, like that. It's so cardboard. But, like, um, you guys have to remember that this is my world, because... So, in your, like, in a it, fantasy world. My, no, yeah, no, like, no, not, like, my fantasy world. Oh, I mean, like, the jewelry literally and, my world. Yeah. Like, it's my job. Yeah. Yeah. Like to set guys up with the ring so they have mm -hmm. the perfect ring for the perfect proposal for their perfect girl, mm -hmm. etc. I did a, a photo shoot once actually for a couple and the guy proposed to uh, his girlfriend during it. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, he he let he let me know beforehand. So he's yeah. like, Hey, it's like I'm I'm gonna pop the question during this, so like, you know, be ready and it was I I, I may have cried a little. Okay. It was it was really beautiful. We went down to uh, Borealis Park during the winter and everything yeah. was all, all snow covered and yeah, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. No, no, because I started posing them. And I'm like, okay, I want you to get down a little lower. And then he, like, I'm there, and I, I kind of touch his shoulder, I back away, and he gets down on one knee, and oh. um, and then he, yeah, I, it was, yeah, oh of, yeah, it was most of so one of the reactions. Like her real reaction. Yeah, right? yeah, I, I got pictures and of you, that. You, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. It was like a bad photo. No, it's beautiful. Like multiple shots. No, but you see, the thing was, it was so cute because she was like, you, she's like, you can't kneel in the snow. You can't kneel in the snow. Oh. <laughs> he was getting, he was getting on one knee. He was like, okay. you can't kneel in the so, snow. <laughs> during Christmas time, did you guys see the people strollers ad? Like Which? on TV, people strollers. So it's like the snow's falling or whatever, and the the girl's like lying in the snow, and a snowflake like lands on her nose, and then she's mm -hmm. all smiling. And then Buddy reaches into his pocket and leans over and like opens up the box, and it's the ad. 
I was like, swimming, that's adorable. Aw, damn. I hear the coolest story to work. Thank you, but. I'm trying to think of something. I like, I wish I like, I'm like, I don't have like a romantic bone in my body. Oh, okay. So the other day, it was, it was so adorable. A guy came into work and he picked up, I don't know if I'm allowed to share this stuff. Anyway. Like, <laughs> guy one. Yeah, guy one. Anyway, he, um, picked up his ring and half an hour later he was back with his girlfriend to size it. But he had told me about like this intricate plan that he had about how he was going to propose to her and whatnot. And he came up and I'm like, what are you doing here? Like, what happened? You were supposed to like have this plan. They were going on a trip. Like he was going to propose to her like in the Rockies or something. They were going on a hiking trip or something. And he says, I walked in the door and she looked so beautiful that I could not help myself but pull the ring out of my pocket and propose on the spot. Oh, my God. See, that's, that's lovely. That's really I can't lovely. really easily know who I know. I can't. It. But it was, it was like the most adorable thing I've ever heard. So, and that saved so much money. <laughs> They still went on the trip, jerk. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, Tito, you and your little comments. But yeah, so that's one. Um, another one, we have these little, like, engagement ring boxes that when you open them, a light turns on, and it shines right onto the ring. Oh, okay. That's cute. So um, a guy booked a pier in Hawaii and, like, um, booked, like, this restaurant to have all the waiters and everything, like, with the table set up on the end with, like, cute little picnic, whatever blanket, table, stuff, you know, beautiful dinner. And then he said when he opened the box, she was so like, because the sun had like just set over the water, Mm -hmm. and he opened the box and he said like her whole face was just like lit up from this box. And then like the expression when she saw what was going on was just priceless. That's lovely. Did anybody get a picture? No, because it was it was just them, right? Like he okay. he kind of like signaled to mm-hmm. the waiters or whatever to like leave them alone for a little bit. And then mm-hmm. It seems like there's a lot of like a lot of pressure. Like if I was a guy, like I'd be shit big to propose yeah. to my girlfriend just because there's so much pressure. Like that's douchebag. If I was a guy, but like you fucking douchebag, you're ruining it for all of us. Well, you know, like how do you top that? I had a guy like, who came in and oh. said that he threw the ring box on the bed while she was sitting reading a book, and he's like, "Here you go," and walked out. What? Yeah. Okay. Well. Oh. Yeah. Apparently they had like two kids and he's like, you've always wanted it, but he was pretty bitter about the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's, that's not That's cool. brutal. That's like he's just getting married for the kids. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If, if someone wants to marry me in the first place, I think I'd be so flattered by that. Like the how, how you're proposing, it, it wouldn't matter. And I don't think it really should yeah. matter as much as the fact that someone loves you enough that they want to spend their entire life with you. Yeah. Like, one, one thing I see up here is the girls who are obsessed over what their ring is going to look that's like. bullshit. And uh, in I my opinion, why. it's not any of your goddamn business. No. The girl should not. No. Like, really, they should be clueless as to what's going on. Like, I get girls dragging their boyfriends in all the time um, to show, to be like, oh, I like this engagement ring, and I like this one. And sometimes I get guys who come in and buy them with their girlfriend right there. And I'm like, yeah, well, like, what's that about? And sometimes they've got kids, sometimes they're pregnant, and they just want to, like, get the proposal out of the way, and it's all being discussed or whatever. But still, like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I wouldn't be the type... To say, oh, well, I want this ring. I really don't want that one. Yeah, I mean, I also get the girls who come in with the ring and tell me they don't like it. It happens. More often than you would think. Do they just 
keep it or no. do they exchange? They don't keep it. They mm. exchange it. I, I can understand it being a mutual thing. Like if, you know, you're not being proposed to and, you know, you both have our even say in the relationship and you're like, yeah, you know, let's get married. Let's, let's pick out a ring together. If a, you know, that's, yeah, that's like, cool. That's but, great, I mean, but when, not the, a, when a girlfriend's dragging yeah, the boyfriend in yeah, like, hey, you're going to get me yeah, right. that's, that's, that's not yeah. cool. It, it happens more often. Because, I mean, not. I guess maybe being a fashion seems like something that, you know, the guy would do himself. Yeah, you know, and something that he picked, you know, suited to your personality. I think that's a, a part of what makes the ring so yeah. special and is that he picked it out for exactly. you. That's such a yeah, it's not like you're going in there and saying, I want this one. Well, I mean, like, I don't think that a lot of, I, like, a lot of people don't realize, but we're coached to help guys pick a ring that's perfectly suited to his fiance. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, there's so many times where the guys just have like the light bulb moment and as soon as they see the right one, they go, oh my God, they don't say that's it, they say that's her. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it should be. That's what it should be. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. Like you slowly coach them through like trying to figure out like, and there's there's one guy who I had to like give a glass of wine one time because he was like so mind-blowingly nervous that's about adorable. it. That's adorable. It is pretty adorable. Yeah. But yeah. Pretty interesting. Well, hmm. So you guys don't have any idea of how you want to be proposed to? No, I wouldn't want to have any idea of it. I wouldn't want to have any idea of it either. But don't take me up a freezing cold mountain or something. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't want it to be done publicly. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I please, think, like, for the love of God, don't if do a guy is, Like, if I have a boyfriend, I think he'd know me well enough to know that I, I wouldn't want to do yeah. that. So if he did, like, I think I would in the be, middle of a I think I'd be angry. Just because I don't like being put on the spot in public like that, yeah. and with everybody watching, again, I think it's something personal. It's something between you and you know your future mm-hmm. husband or your future wife. I mean, yeah. don't it's not for the rest of the world. It's just for you two. Mm-hmm. And I don't want I wouldn't want the world spectating. That's what that. you have engagement parties for, right? Yeah. Share it later. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like this lip up thing. Like obviously, they're they're like the type of couple who are into that kind of thing. Like. Yeah, because if that's your thing, like if you, I well, mean, you know she's you know your spouse like over anybody, the moon so. about it. You know your spouse. I mean, if you know yeah. your spouse well enough to be like, you know, like that's something that she'd want. She'd want something over the top. Then, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. go for it. But if your spouse, you again, you know each other. So yeah, you'd know. You'd know if she hates something like that, or yeah, or totally, maybe it totally might be a bad idea. Couple. But you could yeah. kind of, I don't know. I'd be able to figure that out for sure. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. Favorite proposal ever? Friends? Anybody? When you know Chandler wants to propose to Monica. And he can't, so Monica proposes to him. Oh, yeah. yeah okay, adorable. Yeah, that and was adorable. Yeah. It's yeah. the only time I ever thought it was cute, a girl proposed to a guy. Again, I don't know, maybe old-fashioned. It seems weird. For yeah, no, no. I don't think I don't think that girl should ask a guy. I don't think I'd be able to. Although, I, speaking of girls asking guys, which that doesn't really make sense. I had the cutest lesbian couple in the other day after they got engaged. It was adorable. Oh, yeah, they bought, she bought the engagement ring off me. And then, like, she came in, the one who was proposed to came in, like, all excited to get her ring size. So, like, congratulations. And she's like, thanks. I'm going to tell my family. It was great. Oh. <laughs> oh, had she come out to her family? I don't think so. Not. Oh, wow. It so it's, so not, it's not just, hey, mom, I like girls. It's, hey, mom, I'm marrying a girl. Yes. Wow. <laughs> it was cute, though. But what, what she did was swarm woman. <laughs> yeah. She, like... She ended up buying. She ended up buying a ring that didn't. It wasn't a diamond ring. It was. It was really non-traditional, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Cause she's like, it's not like we're a traditional couple. And I'm like, that's so cool. It's so cool. 
I'm gonna marry a lesbian. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I'll get into the club. Into the club. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh god. Yeah, this is being weird. I don't know. It's not really my like romance in general. I guess it's really not, not my. It's not my alley. Like I'm not, a, I'm not a romantic people. girl. It's not that I'm, like, like, not that I'm jaded like, or anything like that. Like, like, it's cool. yeah. been proven challenging to find that. I don't anywhere. know. I'm it's, not going to say Fort McMurray because I'm not going to hate on Fort Mac because I know that yeah. it's not. But it's an anywhere thing. It's an anywhere. All thing. right. So maybe this is where we should kind of start our Q and A. Our Q and A. Yeah. So I'm not a bitter person. <laughs> okay, I've become, I've become jaded. I'm not too bitter. Sometimes I am more than more times than I'd like to be. Yeah, I try not to think about it. I'm just like, you know what? It'll be better. I'm not jaded. I love men. I love women. I just see past the antics and the the smoke in the mirrors and the flowers and stuff. I don't need that. I don't really need it either. Actually, I don't care if we find flowers. Okay. Okay, hang on a second. Is that you guys actually being like, I don't need it, or like... I went six when years with a guy that okay, bought me Okay, when you're time. actually... It was okay for the first four. When you're... But when you actually, like, <laughs> get six <laughs> months into the relationship... No, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, this is the last podcast I'll be on for after. <laughs> okay, so what you're saying, okay, I've seen it. Where, where girls have, like, when they're in the single dim of their relationship, they're like, yeah, I don't need the romantic stuff. Like, I don't need the, sorry, cutesy bits and bobs. And, away for like, you. bobbles, etc. But then, like, they get into a relationship and six months, eight months, a year down the line, they're kind of like, well, like, maybe it would be nice if you, like, did something cute every mm-hmm. once in a while. Yeah, every once in a while it would be nice. Again, one of those things. I mean, my ex like, never bought is, me flowers, but he bought me the occasional comic book, which was sweet to yeah, me. Yeah, you know? like, like it doesn't have to be flowers, and it doesn't have to be, mm-hmm. like, all that Any stuff. Any sign of affection is nice, like, but, I mean, yeah. it doesn't have to be, It might like, just be, like, the movie Blu-ray, romance. The Blu-ray that you've been going on about for, like, six weeks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. But yeah. I love it so bad. And then I got it. No. Anyway. And you know, that's two-sided, too. Do nice things to your boyfriend. He buys you flowers. Give him head. That's, that's, that's how it goes, right? <laughs> I'm just <laughs> saying, give and receive. It shouldn't be just girls getting gifts. No, of course not. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I've seen you, Chug. I've seen you, Chug. It was okay. Oh, my. We established this last night. I missed it. I'm so disappointed. Well, you were inadvertently in the conversation about because um, someone asked me to chug. I'm like, I can't, I can't chug, and you're oh, like, yeah, I can right. chug. I you can like, chug, but you chugged, and then, and then someone else said, it's like you know, you have to open your throat, and I'm like, see, this is why I'm single. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so is this uh, turning into a late night podcast? Just really quick here. Oh, no shame. Like the type of podcast that we want people that it's going to get X-rated. Probably. Okay, right, right, right. In my mouth right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good idea. Okay. So, so okay, relationships give and receive. <laughs> right? That's 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 the that's the in all aspects. And <laughs> and yeah, in all aspects. But whatever makes <clears throat> you get other happy. Flowers, Felicia, whatever it takes. That's cool. <laughs> Okay, so I'm flying everywhere. 
Carnation, Kalingus, oh, whatever. All right. Yeah. Are we allowed to talk now? Yeah, you're allowed to talk now. Yeah. Okay, so. I've been talking. <laughs> all right. So, uh, I'm in. Okay, so, obviously, I just turned the voice mic on. Um, we... Yeah, you did. You've been hearing me throughout the podcast. <laughs> yes. Definitely. I'm probably not going to cut it All out. That's cool. So, um, what I did before the podcast is I asked the boys to come on and we wanted to have a little bit of a question and answer session because this, this, this particular podcast, it was kind of sort of based around dating and like we want to get a feel for what the girls' expectations are and what the guys' expectations are and like, I don't know, like what's acceptable where and how and when and etc. So, what's the wrong way to propose? What's the way that you would be like, try again? Wrong answer. Do it better this time. Try again. And I think, like, if a guy throws a ring box on, like, at you on the bed and says, here you go, you you should be able to say, fucking try again. If God damn it. Actually, this, you know what? That's not even a try again. It's a special moment in my life. Is this just a Q&A or can we like talk and discuss? We're going to talk and discuss. Because if you go in and throw a ring uh, a ring box on the bed and say, here you go, there's a whole slew of other issues. Oh, hell yeah. That, oh, yeah, that absolutely. you are okay, simply so covering up and not answering. The wrong way to propose? Like... Is doing it getting, for the wrong reasons. Doing it for the wrong reasons, obviously. Then if you go down to a, to uh, if you go down to a jewelry store and bring your girlfriend okay. and say this what will if, shut her up, what if, what if, what if well intentioned you're just kind of an idiot? Inept, yeah, yeah. What if what would be like? Okay. Well, then the like, like not, I'm not talking about a no situation. Like you just blew it and we're over. Like more like a oh honey, try again. <laughs> <laughs> like what would that kind of proposal be? Oh. In public. Yeah. It depends on the like, couple. It depends yeah. totally on the couple. If I'm again. talking about you. I'm okay. in public, yeah. Probably. To yeah. you. If, what would be Okay, helpful? so we watched the basketball court fail proposal where the girl's there and she's like, <laughs> no, like to him in front of <laughs> thousands of people. My favorite part is the announcer's if like, you, oh, it's 25 years on the job and I've never seen a no. <laughs> <laughs> so don't propose in front of a thousand people. Don't put it in my food. Oh, yeah, bad yeah, either. Oh bad idea. Okay, so, like, in a glass of champagne where you can see it, that's cute. That's adorable. Don't that put it in my adorable. cake. I'm going to eat the cake. Don't, yeah, don't put it in the cake. Oh, my gosh. I want to root for the cake. I want to so eat the fucking cake. My, my co-worker, she um, was proposed to with a box of, I think it was Cheerios or, like, Fruit Loops or something. And what he did was he put he put the engagement ring in the bottom of the box. And he's like, oh, I got you a box of your favorite cereal or whatever. And she was pouring out her cereal. And then she was like, I didn't know that they put prizes and Cheerios. And then she opened the box and bam, he's like, oh, do you want to do this? And she was like, this is my favorite cereal. And cried. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and she did. She did. Yes. It keeps my cholesterol so low. <laughs> But yeah, like that was adorable. Whenever, whenever she explains that story, she says it with such pride because she was so surprised because she would never have expected to find an engagement ring in her cereal box. But we're at Apple Jacks. That's a try again. (laughs) (laughs) Do it again and do it better. Fruit Loops? I don't think so. Uh, Old brand? Uh uh. (laughs) Some put it in Wheaties. Oh, Oh, gross. I don't know. I want to go to Limbo and say if you're like (laughs) like really with a guy that you like. 
It doesn't matter if he does it publicly. Exactly. It doesn't matter if he puts it in food. As, as it doesn't matter if he does it. The only thing, don't fucking do it maliciously by throwing a box. Before he even opens the box, you know that you're going to So even if you're in front of a thousand people, as soon as you see the one knee, you know, it's like Blinders, all blur. Tunnel vision. Like, I'll but tell a story now. It's kind of embarrassing. panics in crowds, then I'm already freaking out. Yeah. yeah. I'd take like a panic attack. So yeah. I'd fold into myself. I'd I would just fight. not exist. I'd, I'd transport to another dimension. I know. I'd probably turn 50 shades of red. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, <laughs> like, when it comes down to <laughs> it, Rick. someone's fiance should know the do's yeah. and don'ts, right? Like, I mean, if you know I've got a fair of crowds, too. Supposed to be in a crowd. Yeah. It's retarded. <laughs> so you know he's not the one. Yeah. He like, obviously he's hasn't obviously been listening. Not paying <laughs> or paying no, I guess. Anyway, if someone if someone loves you enough to want to marry you, then you know, that's what like. Matters. I mean, if Mickey Mouse freaks you out, don't propose at Disneyland. <laughs> Unless you have a cool. twisted sense of humor. <laughs> 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 Unless you got a twisted sense yeah, of humor. Yeah, you should Disneyland in the first place, right? Good Disneyland, but don't propose. No, I have a phobia of being proposed to in Disneyland. Anywhere else, but not Disneyland. I'm probably not the scientific name of some guy. No. Oh, probably. So yeah, like any kind of like, like make it heartfelt. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna walk up and be like, "Here's your ring, bitch," it's not gonna work, right? Like, there's obviously. Oh, it depends on the relationship, doesn't it? Yeah, like really. It's just. Um, okay. I think it has to do with the uh, the mindset of the couple. Like the thing is, like if they're think if they're talking that seriously in terms of marriage, then I mean whatever suits the two of them would probably be the best the best proposal, right? Yeah. Like have you girls ever? I think at some point, like I don't think it should be a complete surprise to the woman. Like I mean, if she's, oh, you know yeah, what I mean. No, like, like I don't think you should yeah. ask the question yeah. unless you're sure you're going to get a yes. Yeah, yeah. And oh, that yeah. would take at least like, one conversation one beforehand. Thing, of like, yeah, yeah. So one yeah, thing that just, I yeah. always, always, always say to guys who are buying rings, I'm like, all right, so you're choosing a ring. This is like the lead up. I'm like, do you want white gold or yellow gold? Do you want one stone or three stones mm-hmm. or sixteen stones? Whatever. Shut the fuck down. <laughs> I don't talk this far. It's just for me. Okay, so um, one of the one of the things that I always say to a guy, I'm like, if you hold up the box, is she going to say yes before you even open it? Does she know that she's going to say yes before you open the box? Because that's the most important part. If he's on the knee and he's pulling the box out of the pocket, you already know whether you're going to say yes or not. It doesn't matter what the ring looks Honey, like. Honey, your knee's getting dirty. Why don't, you, why don't you just get back up again? Yeah. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> Stop kneeling in the snow. I was just going to say Stop <laughs> fucking bossing me around. Let me do this. <laughs> Why are we you always ruin good moments like this. Why the fuck? Oh, here's your goddamn ring. Yeah. Have Thought you were going to go, sorry? Um, Get the camera in my face. Ring? Like, have any of you guys ever given a promise ring? And, like, how uh, would, like, would promise. you relate that? Like, <laughs> that's something I think people do when they're younger. Like, when you're, like, yeah, a teeny. I was young. Unless they're Jonas brother. I was in high school. Like, I got a promise ring. From my ex, and it was awesome. Like it was like the sweetest thing ever. What but like, just, but, no, you're, talk, but you're talking about no, just awesome. like how someone would do it. I mean, like he handed it to me, like yeah. in a, like a little box, and it was like ridiculously cute. Because what he did was like we're in high school, we can't afford a lot. He made me the ring out of paper. Yeah, he made like a little paper ring, and I visited him once, and I had these pants that had little stones on it, and one fell off on his carpet, and he found it, and he stuck it to the front of like a little paper ring for like a little note in this like beat up little paper box, and he just handed it to me, and okay, I was like, no, ovaries yeah. are exploding right now, hormones, tears, ah. and it was adorable. So you adorable. know. If I were to, you know, zap 20 years into the future and be like, oh, someone's handing you a wedding ring, if I would just be handed a box? 
you know, yeah, yeah, like think, okay, think about so it. Promise though. rings are completely different territory. Well, yeah, it's not yeah. Can, can we just discuss the irony of like the fact of the symbolism behind the ring and like the 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 emotional significance that women give it? Because like we are, you are aware that the ring symbolizes property, right? Yes. Like that—that's the tradition of the ring. And I thought uh, I was cold. Well, I mean, no, no, no. Like, it, well, and, and, uh, but now, like, it, but it's like somehow magically, magically, this this thing that basically says, "Hey, no. can I own you, please?" Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. If, okay, you, okay. if you look at it that way, though. Well, and, and, and what I'm getting at is, no, I, I know I'm going deep into like the deep into like the backwards waters yeah. and digging the a ditch. But but here's here's the thing like it, it can like I'm trying to compare it to the fact that there's so many people that are cynical about dating, and it's just interesting how like this you can be cynical about dating, but at the same time this, have a completely different view of something that actually has a diamond no belt, so. like <laughs> yeah you know it's not the ring it's not the ring that matters it's what's behind the ring you can be proposing with an onion ring or a pop tart you can be proposing with anything it doesn't have to be a ring it can be anything it's the classic argument that I believe got shut down just last year between Dean Simmons and his wife his argument was always like listen we're together we've been together we got a family we got kids why do we have to do one symbolic thing to prove the relationship 20 years ago it worked for her Twenty years later, well, she got I sick of it. About, and I have a theory it. about that because I've seen it happen in other um, situations, like uh, distant family members, you know, in the, in the whole kin network across Canada, um, where it's I think it's like sort of a reaction to the kids growing up and kind of leaving the nest, right? Because then all of a sudden it's just like, well, it's just the two of us we back got here in our big old mansion. Yeah, you better fucking love me again. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. That's a very like we've been doing, yeah, we've been doing our own, and I don't want to like say that's all there is to mm-hmm. it, but I think no, uh, suddenly, yeah, suddenly there's so much, so many hours in your day mm-hmm. that aren't dedicated to your kids all, anymore, and suddenly you can start to feel well. You actually have to spend of, more time to get yeah, each other. Exactly. <laughs> and it's just, it's sort of a. And a readjustment period back to the just the two of us kind of day. At the end, it's it's about loving someone though. It's not about it the is, ring, really. and it's not about a diamond. It's not you're not getting emotional because oh he got me like a giant ass. You're, you're then with that being said, how can how can it's how can how someone be so cynical about dating if that's it's totally different things though. I mean, because you're with somebody, if you're getting married, you're with somebody and you love someone. If you're dating, you don't know the person. But you know, one is a like means to the other, isn't it? Okay, wait. So the symbolism of the ring is might be a little bit different for you than it is to us. Well, no, 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 no. I, don't put words in my mouth. I'm talking hypothetical. Okay, yeah. 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 Because, like, is cold Satan. Yeah, I'm not, exactly. I'm not, no, I don't Don't you to fucking do Hey, shut up! <laughs> okay, so what I'm trying to say, and what I've been trying to say for the last five minutes, is <laughs> me, Stacey, and Amanda, like, I'm thinking, like, from a girl's point of view, if a guy's opening a box and giving you a ring, it's him telling you that he wants to be with you forever. Because ring... Eternity. That's what the circle mm-hmm. is for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got nothing to do with ownership. It's got nothing to do with anything else. It doesn't matter if it's thirty percent of your paycheck for the year. Guys of Fort McMurray, please get that out of your head for the love of God. Three months pay. Three months pay, yeah. No, right. it's it's the stages of uh, it's the stages of relationship. Like, did you guys see that pyramid before? No, it's no. Just, okay. <laughs> Someone pull that up. Uh, I can't remember what it is. I'm sure I can find it. Like <laughs> red? Yeah, there's like the red. red. Then you like look into the fucking pizza. Talk special. No, like it's, it's the stages of relationship. It, it just proves that you're going to the quote unquote next level. You're willing to take that 
one step further. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's just a confirmation. It's just not another girl you've it's dated for five years. You want to marry this girl, and you want yeah. to spend the rest of your life with her. It's a dedication, yeah, for sure. And ring, I think um, ring is just turns into what it's just what society created. You know, yeah. the, the wedding band, like and why is the ring even needed? Um, to me, it's not, but I've been shot down that argument. And the, the like lights hitting yeah. it so that it forms the like I think, shadow of a heart. I think it's, yeah. it yeah. comes down to like having one's cake and wanting to eat it. <gasps> Wait, um, I just remembered the most right. ex- exceptional like proposal I ever saw because I'm like a little bit of a like I really liked Harry Potter when I was younger, and one of the books, what the guy did was he got a ribbon and tied oh, the engagement ring yeah. tied the engagement ring into the book but the book and like underneath the ring it was open to the page the unbreakable bell uh, so when she that. opened the book yeah. up there's the ring and it says the unbreakable bell and I'm like oh my god See, I think I we've, like, ta- we've talked about it on a, before on a podcast that I don't think I actually put into a show okay. where we talk about like that kind of like the whole marriage thing and the whole like proposal and like from my aspect where you, you put a bit more thought behind it I think it just makes it that much more of a special occasion yeah and like course. I said like you can make it a, spect- a spectacle like buddy with the CRV and the fucking yeah but you don't have to too no you don't have to it can be as simple as handing a girl a book with a ring in it yeah or no. handing her a box of Cheetos <laughs> Cheerios. Cheerios. I really love Cheetos. I was gonna say like. I lost my train of thought. I had another question on the subject of marriage. What about um? What what what's Swing, acceptable? Is that <laughs> Keep it. Um, no. What? What's what's acceptable in the realm of like the the shitter get off the pot idea? What? Like, what, do, what do you think? Is, how long? Uh, oh, how long? I know it's like long? different relationship to relationship, circumstance to circumstance. But what is the general idea that you girls have about girls hinting that it's about time that you fucking have the question? I don't if, think a rule. No, no, I don't think uh, there's a rule either. No, I just want, I don't think I just want your rule, general opinions. From yeah. like, from like a personal standpoint, I've had girls in the store who like, you know, they come in and they browse around. Cause like every Sunday it seems to happen where you get little groups of girls who have like gone out for brunch or whatever and they come in yeah. and they come in and then they try on the rings. And then one of them, one of them on Saturday. Probably. Totally. I met this guy on Friday night. Oh my God, we should go try and leave. Okay, anyway. So no, they, come in, they come in, they come in. There's always one, like at least one girl a month who's like, I've been with him for eight years. And like, okay, and I'm waiting, right? Ridiculous. Eight what? years is a long time. You shouldn't, uh, I don't know. I oh, okay, well, like, wait, okay. Yep, I, mean, I, as well. I mean, like, it, it depends, it depends on if the person. If you are in a relationship for eight years and you don't talk about it, though, like, she shouldn't no, be in like the dark. She's, no, but like, she's like, she shouldn't be in the dark about it, no. No, but she's like, you know what, I've been in this relationship for eight years, or five years, or four years. There's some girls who are like, mm, two years, like... What if it's like a month? I've, okay, okay, I've got, I've got, two, I've got two, two different really opinions bad. that I've run into. I've, I've heard somebody say that if, if a guy's not ready to think about proposing after a year of a relationship, then that means that there's going to be some uh, committal okay, so or anti-committal, like, you know, tendencies. Like, they're going to have the behavior of they're not going to be able to commit down the line anyway. But the other thing that I've also heard is uh, a buddy of mine told me that he had, like, just a personal rule where if a girl kept bringing it up, and like in a in a really pushy way that was, like, turning him off from the idea of proposing, which, fair enough, yeah. he said, mm-hmm. I'm waiting a year. A full year, and if it happens again, like that year just keeps adding on and adding on. And he tells me that's why he didn't marry one of his ex girlfriends. I've lived so often through that. It, oh yeah, it's something that 
drives me nuts because I've always been one that's just like, like I, I come home to you every night. I'm with you. I'm the one that talks to you. I clearly love you. Like, to me, the marriage like right now, like I would love to do, if I had the money, I'd do a nice big marriage, exactly what we all want want to do. I don't have that money now. Yeah. Why do we need to do it right now? Let's just wait. Yeah, and now that, you throw that's a kid something into the a bit mix. different. Yeah. You throw a kid into the yeah. mix, and it just seems like it, it throws things off. More so, well, and yeah, it, yeah, I completely shocked, understand right? where you're where you're coming from, where your friend was coming from, where, where you're coming. Oh, shit, I mean, no, where your friend was coming from, because like it, nothing drives me nuts more than like it seems like you're pushing this, and it's it's creating but, something that's not there. I, yeah, I and you're like, but in the back of your mind, you're like, I don't have the money to do this. Well, like, but that's where like, I go. I don't have the money to do this. The way that I want to do this. Did I have a conversation with you last night about weddings? I was talking with someone last Probably. night about weddings because there was a stag party happening at the club <laughs> last night while we were there, and I was conversing with somebody about weddings, and they were talking about having like a giant ceremony and whatnot, and the engagement thing about how much money you want to spend on a ceremony, where you want to have it, and again, it's one of those things that, like, I think the person was kind of talking about how, you know, it would have to be extravagant, and it just, again, it seems something to me, like, if you're getting married, why does it have to be extravagant? I mean, again, if it's something for the two of you, I mean, I would be perfectly content just solidifying that. It wouldn't have to be in front of 100 people. It wouldn't have to be anywhere spectacular, and I think it comes down to the fact that it shouldn't be. You yeah. shouldn't not get married because I can't afford it. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Yeah. If you can afford the ceremony, you can afford to get married, and if you love someone, it should not matter, and if, that, if that's what matters to you, then you shouldn't get married. If you're not going to get married because you're like, hey, I can't afford it, don't get married. Get married because you love a person. Get married for the right reasons. Well, yeah, that's, and that's I think true. so many people go wrong there. But if you both want something Steve, extravagant, then, Steve you know. Steve Harvey's book, he mentions that guys literally, like, are incapable of wanting to pop the question unless they feel like they're a provider mm-hmm. in, you know, in a lot of yeah, cases. Yeah, I could see that, And too. it's not necessarily about being able to afford the relationship, but if a guy feels like, and I can relate to this, I don't have the money to even take care of my own fucking self week to week. Then yeah, how am I going to be able then, to perform? Yeah, where I'm going. Yeah, you yeah, could say for like, each other, know, but I mean, with yeah, regards to spending like you know a ridiculous amount <laughs> oh, of money on a well, dress and okay, everything so, like that. I mean, so did, did you, you guys only like the other spectrum of mm-hmm. it? Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I feel like if the onus is on a guy, not for the wedding, but for the engagement, if the onus is on the guy to pop the question in the first place, then then that's rough. Then let him figure it out. Yeah. You know? Like you should um, build it for things like a house and like a car and have yeah. a solid job. Things like that are finances I'd be concerned about more so than an actual ceremony. Okay. Average Canadian wedding, thirty thousand dollars. It's ridiculous Holy to me. Like ridiculous. Yeah. Just just saying. Like this is this is statistics that I know because it's my job. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so the average. That's the average. That's the wedding. That's not including an engagement ring. That's mm-hmm. not not including that kind of stuff. The dress, the honeymoon. That's okay. So that's the dress. The dress is the dress included. The cake okay. is included. Mm-hmm. The like Everything average Canadian wedding. wedding. Yeah, not an engagement ring because that's not part right, of right. the wedding. Not but part. average ceremony, thirty grand. Wow. Mm-hmm. However. Yeah, where I was going with it earlier is if the guy doesn't believe that he can financially support the woman, then he's not going to want to propose. It's mm-hmm. that simple. It's a yeah. mindset. He's yeah. got to be the provider. It's just... What do you think is this going to end up Primal, yeah. Exactly. And, and I, in my opinion, I think it's... I mean, idealistically speaking, it's uh, the guy wants to give the girl what she deserves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not necessarily like you deserve the perfect life and everything you ever asked for. To spoil you, but it's just like he wants to provide. I want to be able to, right. to, I want to, be able to give, give you a good life. Yeah, I want to be able to and give you a roof over the head, and maybe that. if that's what you want, the picket fence and one or two children or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, 
whatever, like as you progress through your relationship, you come to understand what each other want or need from their lives and whatever they're going to be comfortable with for the rest of their lives. And then you've got to figure out if you're going to be able to provide that for each other. You guys said something interesting before when you said marriages should be discussed. In what context, like, should it be? Like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, so well, the surprise proposal, like, of course, you don't want it to be like on the first or second date. But, I think um, if you're a couple, you're, you're I, gonna I think know probably you're the best course of action, Todd, would be to purchase an iPod and inscribe on it. Tear, stop me! Stop it! Okay, let's get off the iPod thing. I already brought this up this week. Are a fucking dick. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Get that story. It's episode twenty nine. I know he started off so good, actually. Come on, you Um, did. You really. The episode's called "Worst Holidays Ever." Check it out, and you'll know what he's talking about. (laughs) Holidays. Did you have anything? I what I was gonna say. No, no, really, no. <laughs> Just it being mutual. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think. I think um, you got to feel it out, right? It's all speculation it's, until you're in the situation whether or not you want to be married to a person. So as it's like, like, I mean, you'd bring it up. It would come up naturally in the relationship if you have to force it. Obviously, you're not in a you're not oh, in a relationship yeah. where if it's like that's really something that's super, going to be. I mean, and really you happen. figure it out as you go. You well, know, like. Communication is so key in a relationship. Yeah, it really is. Oh, I mean, like, like your friend, was it your friend? It's been eight years that she, she's not, not a friend, a, just a customer. Someone like, who walked oh, in the oh door. okay, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's like, that's seen. really extreme to me. I'm yeah, like, and I'm like, well, you're still in the dark? That's crazy. Yeah, and it's, it's probably, probably might just be because she never brought it up. Mm-hmm. And maybe she's afraid yeah, to bring it up because well, she's afraid sure of losing people or whatever. afraid of pushing people away. I was going to bring up last, I don't want to give any spoilers for last week's Mad Men, but there was a moment where Megan was just talking about how she's got a callback from an audition for a play. And then she tells Don, she's like, oh, I'll try. I hope that you visit every uh, every weekend. And he's like, hang on a minute. Like, what do you mean every weekend? And she's like, well, I'm going to, if I get the part, I'm going to Boston for eight weeks for like the previews and all this. He's like, so you're just, you're just going to leave? And it's like that kind of situation where I'm totally on his side on relating that to the marriage. Like you should both kind of know yeah. the score. Like you don't want to get a proposal successfully yeah. happening and then the next day be like so you know I was planning with my career to move to Hawaii in two years and she's like well no I actually want to stay here and raise a family like that's but the that's where the issue yeah, communication the sac- exactly you that's where you talk it out yeah, you have the sacrifice right Before the, I mean yeah. like like a classic case with my personal life is when I when I say I'm an army brat and my, like one of my parents was in the military we moved them all around everyone's like oh what'd your dad do military people it wasn't it was, it was, it was yeah. my mom my dad would find a job after quit after mm-hmm however many years to move along there, right? Like it's, it's all about what are you willing to sacrifice? Yeah. yeah. And I, I read an article that, that's uh, never asked. Don't you meet level? No. Okay. Then maybe we should, maybe we should talk about it. Well, like I said, I don't think it's ever asked enough. Like, like what are you willing to sacrifice? Like, like, I mean, I'm currently dealing with this. I'm moving me, to the other side I've of the country. I've dealt with it. I mean, yeah, me and Cass have been in a relationship for what, a year and a bit now. And we've been, you know, like we've been feeling things out for a little while and he doesn't want kids, does not want children. And I'm like, I want to have kids one day. Like, what are you willing to say? I don't want to speak for Casper. Well, I get the feeling that a lot of guys who have that feeling early on in their lives. Well, like, I mean, point he's a young, he'll like, grow out of it. No, yeah. Well, Christ, I want kids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what was yeah, it like, yesterday? Like, he is young. Is sacrifice I mean, the right word? Maybe it's compromise. Well, it's compromise. Yeah, what I was going to say is I read this article saying that the only way that 
marriages can really work most you have to effectively is where both people are losers. And what they meant by that is if both people or even one person is trying to win all the time in a relationship, it's not going to work. But if both people are living for the other, yeah. then you're going to have a mutually benefit. They both move yeah. forward together. Yeah. <laughs> like, my ex Unity. and me lived on different sides Unity. of um, a, a, diff- a different parts of the island we lived on. And we didn't get to see each other very often. It was an eight-hour ferry ride to see each other, and I get severely seasick. And um, like, like the fact of like what you'd compromise to see somebody that you love, because you know I was like sixteen, you know, hearts in my eyes. Um, I remember I'd have to drive an hour to go to the port where the ferry would take off, and I did that one day, and um, the boat wasn't running. Which was ridiculous. So there was this guy with a fishing boat that's saying, I'm going to that side of the bay. Now you have to picture this ghetto fishing boat covered in fishnets and smelly fish. There's nowhere for you to sit. There's and you the, got on the you boat? Have port- I got on that boat. I got oh, on that I boat. I I sat, I'm there in my skirt and my heels sitting in a fishing net. Smelly fish, Aww. and I'm there for eight hours throwing up over the side Aww. of the boat. And then I get to um, Round Counter, which is the other port, which is two hours from his town. Yeah. And I get there, and the tide is really low. And what that means is that I'm really far from the wharf, which is high above me. Yeah. So I have to climb up this little ladder oh. that's oh, covered wow. in seaweed. Okay. And then I get there. And, uh, yeah, it took him a little while to get to me because his car broke down. So Jesus. I'm in this. Like, <laughs> I did that because I loved him. And yeah, it was it was worth it. Like I wanted to uh, like let me tell you the, my favorite story of like my parents' relationship. My dad, like Whangarei and Rotorua, are about here to Calgary apart, but New Zealand's like small, and an hour drive from like Whangarei to Auckland is far. It's just, it just mm-hmm. is. We're, we're all like small town mentality because we're a tiny little island. So my mom ended up moving to this place called Rotorua and my dad was like heartbroken over it. And like her mom took her away, whatever. Don't really know the whole story, but my dad had like this little like dirt bike that was road legal. And it was, it was the beginning of winter and all he had was like, he just, decided after work one day to get on his bike and drive to my mum and be like, come home with me, that's it, let's do it. And he had, it was just like a little full jacket. And as you go down New Zealand, like, it gets pretty cold pretty fast. Like, from Rangaday, like, it's, it's what, like 15 degrees in winter. And then you get down to Rotorua and it's like minus three to like minus five, which I know is nothing for you guys. But if you're in a little full jacket and you're on a little motorbike for six, seven, eight hours to drive. He just, that's, he got on his bike and he drove. One Why does he not simply mom? drive across New Zealand? Why is that sort of action in this day and age considered creepy? What? How's that well, creepy? How's that creepy? They've been together for years. You, oh, you had, had a thought that you yeah, were about no, to say. No, they've been together for ages. What was the and thing you were going to compare it to? You were going to compare it to something, weren't you? You're thinking of something else. What were you going to compare it to? Well, I mean. How about a dozen bikes? Great. All right, get it out, man. Get it out because fucking you're going into it over there. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. Fucking dick. No, no. So yeah, not creepy because they've been together for no, years. No, for some reason I thought this was, was like the first. He just showed up like an icicle. <laughs> 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 I'm the one. 
I, maybe I just no, assumed. He, I thought I didn't say that. I thought it was like the first time. I think I know like partly where you're coming from, though. Like I've definitely heard from people there, especially when stuff like that happens really early in like a connection mm-hmm. in a relationship <laughs> oh, yeah, like can suddenly put up like a red flag like oh to be, to be fair Todd there's a lot of pressure okay to, yeah. to save some face with Todd here um, what you did isn't creepy but it is creepy if it's t- if it's not in the right mindset of the two parties involved so if had but she been always in the, the same risk, mindset that's always the risk you take though well it's true. interpretation you gotta it you gotta sacrifice you gotta take the leap right <laughs> yeah you took the leap you yeah. gotta yeah. start with there was no rope on the other end of the problem there's nothing to hang on to oh no you're completely right like it's it's you're the coyote and you went right over that cliff you gotta you gotta start it small right like Feel it out. Like I we told you. We already discussed this. We did discuss this. Right and I proved your theory wrong. You didn't prove my theory Under wrong. Under the shirt, over the bra. <laughs> Third and a half face. Yeah. <laughs> I like, did. jumping straight to iPod, that's that's a little hardcore. But if you start with, like, a little flower that you happen to pick up on the way to her doorstep. That was... Okay, tell me. Is no. that cute? Tell me right now. What? Yeah. yeah. Different yeah. girl. You're not her. Yeah. You can't speak for her. I'm not, like, like I'm not her, but I'm Stop just Stop speaking for her, Ashley. That's my opinion. <laughs> Fuck you. No, I used to always steal flowers from Winston Churchill Square. Once I was down the middle of her library. You? <laughs> she was like, that's part of my city. <laughs> and I used to always do that when I was taking the bus to a girlfriend's house. I was biking with oh, my ex first day. and we that went back someone's too. lawn and he went and picked their flowers because I'm like, oh, those flowers are so pretty. And he stopped and went and like pulled them out of the ground. And I'm like, wow, they'll see us. He went and took their flowers. It was hilarious. I'm like, you can't steal their flowers. And then we drove away really fast. Just don't pull the flowers out of her own flower bed. What are you, Dennis the man? <laughs> Are we wrapping this one up? I need to sleep. Me too. For the ladies. Yeah, you do got to. You do got to end it. You do got to end it up. Oh god, should end it off. I didn't come up with our okay We did, didn't we? Fight the pillow. Go on and dry. Fight the pillow, ladies. I like that. We did come. Did not you hearing me? What? And it's a musical. I'm joking! I'm joking! There was no cigar. <laughs> what would be a good one after the ladies' room? You didn't come up with them. them. No, I didn't. I'm sorry. Why don't you just. For the ladies' room podcast. Uh, there was a witty yeah. ending. What, 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 what did you do last time? I mean, welcome to you next week Week with a witty <laughs> ending. It's pretty much how Stacey ended it last time. We'll be back next ah, week with a witty shit. ending. So now we got to think of something. How about, the, how about oh, I can't that even being, show my tits and be like, how about that being the actual <laughs> <laughs> It's the ladies' room when you end with a flush. <laughs> no. Terrible. Wait, I, I think, I think, didn't you say something like that last time? Just you flush. said You said swish before you turned off your... I can't even show my tits and say that's enough. That's how you get through life. No. What if the I sign-off think. is, uh, we'll be back next week with a witty ending? What if that's the sign-off? That would be cute. That's like Jimmy Kimmel with Matt Damon. Uh, Every episode. You're always going to keep tuning in. My apologies to Matt Damon. Didn't have time for him tonight. (laughs) (laughs) The one time he actually gets the most, he just didn't give him time. (laughs) Sorry. Hmm. I'm just thinking. I thought I I said one in like the intro. Did I do? No, I didn't do it. No, because that was like the shut the fuck fuck up Todd thing. I think was. (laughs) No, you were thinking of you were thinking of um, the ladies room podcast, and then you're like, oh yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. And now I'm like, oh Todd. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's in the that's in the theme of the song.
Okay, you really do gotta close it off though. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to say. Just say for the ladies room podcast. For the ladies room podcast. Well, don't I'm do it when I'm over talking over you. Don't talk to me. Go. For the latest room podcast, I'm Ash Cakes I'm Stacy. And I'm Amanda. We'll be back next week talking about vibrators and masturbation and everything, so come back and listen. It'll be great. The Ladies Room Podcast. Part of the YMN Podcast Network. Oh, Todd.